Thank you, Zach. Um, well, this morning, uh, I wanted to share with you a few things. Uh, just by way of uh, some announcements from me, uh, today's uh, a special Sunday, uh, we're going to be sharing and we're going to have cake. Whenever there's something special, you got to have cake, right? Uh, over in the fellowship hall, this is Mike and Paula's last Sunday, Mike and Paula Lore. Uh, Mike has served here on staff as associate pastor the last 10 years or so, and uh, we praise God for what um, God has done through him. It's really hard to even describe how he has used Mike here in this place, uh, Paula as well, and so we're uh, sad to see them go. They're going to family. They're going to go be with uh, uh, Daniel and Kate in Louisville, their uh, son and daughter-in-law and their children and help them as uh, Daniel goes through seminary. So uh, after the service, you can head over to the fellowship hall and have a piece of cake in their honor. I want to encourage you. Uh, they've wanted to keep it low key, and so we wanted to honor them in that. Uh, but definitely thank uh, thank them for their time of ministering alongside us here in this place. Uh, we're going to miss them. Also, a couple of things I, I wanted to tell you about. You saw the kids up here, and uh, in your bulletin today, I, I I hope that you saw that we're doing a toy drive for our uh, children's facility, uh, our different classes that we have over there, and you can participate in that. Uh, you can, have you heard of the website Amazon? Any of you used that before? It's really neat. It has quite a few things on it uh, that, uh, uh, you know, so you're keeping them in business, right? Uh, and uh, so it, as you do that, you can find on there, there's some information about how to do that. Find a list that we have uh, put together, a registry, uh, that you can find the things that the ladies have picked out for our classrooms here. And so we'd love for you to do that. If you want to participate and you don't want to go online, uh, we cheer for you. Uh, because uh, if you'd just like to get a gift card or some money, that would be fine too. Uh, we're super thankful for that. Also, uh, I wanted to tell you about next week. Next week is... Uh, Christmas Eve day uh, next Sunday, and we're going to have two regular services here in the morning. They won't be very regular. Uh, they'll be uh, fabulous. Uh, we'll be talk having some great music and doing some more singing uh, and hearing about the Son of Infinite Worth, uh, who Jesus is. And so I'd encourage you to come for that Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, Sunday night, Christmas Eve, we're going to have two candlelight services here uh, at 5 what times are they? 5 and 6.30. Thank you. 5 and 6.30. And so you can bring your family and friends, those who you're celebrating with. Uh, if you're concerned about getting a seat, you can come to the second of those services. Uh, it's always a little bit less and easier to find a seat. But we'd love to share with you in that time. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And uh, we're always thankful uh, to celebrate with you on Christmas Eve. Wonderful. Today... Uh, we've got to see our sweet kids uh, share with us. Uh, and uh, if you're a grandparent, you look at kids and you go, oh, they're just perfect. And if you're parents, you go, oh, why? There's so much work to be done. And so, you know, I, I do need that shepherd's crook and I do need uh, help. And how can I get them to perform? Uh, if you figure that out, Come tell me, okay? We'll put it in a bottle and uh, uh, sell it. It, it. It's a big process, and we're excited about it. We're excited about each one that was up on stage here and each of the children that God blesses this church with because they represent a family. 
Uh, they represent a family that's trying. They represent a family that's needy. They represent a family that needs it now. They don't need it in 10 years from now. They need uh, to know what Jesus has for them right now. Um, I think about this time, and uh, I think about how these little ones represent families, and I think about how God has directed our church to be a part of rescuing families. And we talk about that often, but I want to tell you uh, what we're rescuing families from. A lot of times we're rescuing families from themselves. Uh, I know a lot of times, uh, really all of us struggle with this idea of family, that we're going to do it right. We're going to be the best. We, we have the right methods. We have, uh, we're going to do it better than anyone's ever done it before. And I want to tell you with a smile on my face, we, we seek to rescue you from that. We seek to rescue you from that. We seek to rescue you to the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is gracious, which says, we can't, but Christ covers us in our failures. We seek to rescue uh, families from the world that they live in. Uh, we realize today, and I'm so thankful that all of you are here, and this is thrilling for me. Uh, we realize that the world is perishing. The world is perishing, and they are uh, raising next generations, not that would uh, honor the Lord, but that would selfishly and in pride ruin the next generations after them. They just continue to do that. And so we seek to rescue families from the present culture uh, that pushes and is driven by sin. Uh, we seek to rescue uh, from generational sins. Sins that our parents and our grandparents had struggled with, and they, uh, they did things that were wrong that passed down and passed down. They, they did their best, and uh, in some ways, uh, we all struggle with this, that our, our children will receive our, our failures. This is what it is to rescue families. And so I want to talk to you this morning just simply about what it is that we celebrate here when we celebrate Jesus the first thing we celebrate is that God sent His Son. Probably the most, uh, the most familiar uh, verse or, or section uh, in all the Bible of John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17 says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in, order that, uh, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. God sent His special Son. His special Son. He sent Him in the world. Uh, he, he sent Him to the world because of His love for them. And that believing in that special Son, those who would believe would have eternal life. And it goes on to say in verse 17 that believing in Him, they would be saved through Him, saved through Him. Today, as we gather and as these children shared with us, we know this, that Jesus sent His Son, His special Son. He gave Him. Why? So that believing in Him, we might have eternal life. So that believing and trusting in Him, we might be saved through Him. I want to tell you that apart from Jesus Christ, we are all lost. We are all lost. 
We are all in desperate need. We are all uh, dying, though we are living. And so we celebrate Jesus because this was part of God's plan to send his son. And as I shared with you, next week we're going to look at, next Sunday morning, we're going to look at the son of infinite worth and, and really consider what it is that's special about Jesus and his coming. God sent his son uh, and he came as a baby. He came as a baby. We, we had a few different babies in there. They, you know, we had stand-ins. We had next. Uh, taking a, that was fabulous. Fabulous. It was good planning. You know, you could tell that moms were in charge of that, right? They had contingency plans going on there. Uh, contingency plans. Um, unfortunately, moms, most of the time you can't have enough contingency plans. Plan A, B, C, D, and the whole alphabet. Um, he came as a baby. In Luke chapter 2, verse 6, it says this, And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. He was born as a baby. Uh, we know about babies here. We're thankful. The ladies are always uh, keeping us rejoicing here uh, with new, newborns. And we had plenty up on stage here, and we just rejoice at that, and yet we, we marvel at what it is to have a child. We, we see how, as part of God's plan, that He wants uh, us to start out as humble, as uh, dependent, as needy, and as that He sends His Son, Jesus, to be a humble, helpless human but yet be the king, the king that would be worshipped, that would be acknowledged as the one that was, had come to save sinners. He came as a baby. And so as we connect this, we realize this, because of his son, because of his son, we can live. We can live. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, it says, In in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him, live through Him. God's intention for you and for me in the giving of His Son to earth, of sending His Son to be born as a baby, is that we would no longer live in ourselves, do our own thing, that we would have life inside of Him that we would not live in the deadness of our sins, but that we would live in the newness of life that's found in Jesus Christ. Many times we struggle in this life because we think we can do it on our own. Because we think that uh, life is just about us trying harder and being smarter. It's not. It's not. It's about uh, our life being found in Jesus Christ. I want to tell you, I know there's a lot of grandparents here and parents here today. Um, I know why, too. I wasn't to hear me preach, but to see your kids being cute. Uh, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to put Jesus at the forefront of your life right now. Right now. There's nothing more important. Your career's not more important. The things that you're grasping for, for your kids to have that you had or you didn't have, I want to tell you, Nothing is more important than Jesus. I want to tell you that uh, 
You'll need to say no to things for Jesus to be at the forefront of your life and family. You'll need to say no. You'll need to even maybe say no to people that you've known your whole lives. They've been our friends. We always go away. We always do this. We always get together. We always do this. I want to tell you, for Jesus to be at the forefront of your life and your home, you may have to say no. You may, have to, you may have to say no to coaches. You may have to say no to teachers. You may have to say no to a lot of different things. But the reason that God sent his son, he came as a, a baby. Because of this son, he gave us life. He gave us living in him. And because of this son also, we can be clean. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, it says, But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Uh, I'm not going to look at you in the eye because I don't want you to feel guilty. Do any, do any of you ever feel guilty? Yes, of course we do. We, we fail, and we, we, we fail, and we've failed in the past, and the, th- the sins of the past, the, the situations we've been a part of, the friends we've kept, the things that we have done, they sometimes bother us, and they impact us, and, and they, they hurt us, and we, we go, oh, no, I, I can't do this, so I'm going to try harder, and I, I feel this, this cloud over me. I want to tell you this. God sent his son, came as a baby, and he came as part of God's plan so that we can be clean. We can be clean. Those sins of the past, those failures, that uh, they were yours. They were yours. Can't blame them on your brother. Can't blame them on your, uh, your parents or your, the town you lived in. They were yours. But you can be clean because... The father sent the son, came as a baby, but he grew to be a man. He went to the cross. His blood was spilt so that you can be clean. You can be clean. And as we think about this, this is you need to think about this more often. You need to be thinking about in the midst of your day when uh, things aren't going so well and you feel pressure and you feel uh, the pressure to perform today because you didn't perform in the past and all that things keep piling on you to remember this is why Jesus came. This is why the Father sent His Son, Jesus, to be born so that we can be clean. Lastly, I want to say this. Uh, because Jesus came, uh, Jesus makes us different and brings us into his family. You ever felt different? <clears throat> you ever felt like the one who didn't fit in? You ever felt like uh, th- there was no place for you? I want to tell you, you. This is Jesus is part of it. The plan of the Father and the Son is that he would save you and place you in his family. In his family, and this family being different in the world. In Philippians chapter 2, it says this, uh, Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent. Listen to this. Children of God, children of God, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, 
among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Paul's sharing in Philippians chapter 2, he's talking about the way we are to live in the midst of a sinful world. And in the way we are supposed to live in the midst of a sinful world is as children of God. Children of God. Because our family is different. You say, well, why is our family different? Our family is different because Jesus died for sinners. And he cleansed us and he continues the good work in us. And he makes us something special in the midst of the world that is not like us. I want to encourage you today. This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Not because he was cute. Not because they got good pictures of him and they made it into portraits. And uh, so we could... uh, worship a picture of a baby, but we worship and we are excited about the birth of Christ because of what he has done for us, because of how this baby is part of the grand plan of the father, that he would send his son to die for us. This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we dressed up kids like animals and kings and uh, angels, those angels were angelic, weren't they? Beautiful. We had wise people, right? Why? It's awesome. It's great. Why? Why do we celebrate this? We celebrate this because Jesus went to the cross that we might have life, that we might have life. And I want to tell you that in the midst of all the chaos in your life, it's important for you to remember that Jesus came for you and he's given you life, that you would now live as a child of God, not as one who is perishing along with this world. Please join with me in prayer. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for the blessing of our children. Thank you for the families represented here today. God, I ask that you would continue to uh, draw us to worship your son, Jesus, that we would not neglect and not get torn away, but that we would be ones who are worshipers. And God, I thank you for the freedom that you've given us of our past. Lord, I ask that you would remind those who have trusted in you right now that they're free, free from the guilt, free from the stains of sin because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Help us to rejoice in this. Help us to celebrate this with our friends and family. This year, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today. I I want to encourage you to head down to the Fellowship Hall where we will uh, honor Mike and Paula. Thank you for being here today. You are dismissed.